good morning and good afternoon, depending on wherever you at the time is recording. This is episode 23 of the Restricted Zone podcast, and I'm here with my fellow co-hosts today. Kyrie, introduce yourself, man. Yo, what's good? What's good? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Chris, introduce yourself, man. Yo, what's up, everybody? Yes, sir. Elijah, introduce yourself, man. What's going on, everybody? Yes, yes. Mar, introduce yourself, brother. What's up? What's going on, everybody? Right, and last episode was basketball. This episode is football, just strictly football. It's a lot of stuff we're going to cover. Well, it's, it's big three things we're going to cover, but it's going to take up a lot. So we want to touch on We're going to go young. We're going to go college. So we got two quarterbacks. One just recently declared for the draft, Trevor Lawrence, the presumed number one pick in everyone's mock draft. You know, a generational talent. Some people would even say uh, the best, best quarterback is Andrew Luck coming out of college. You know, he has pretty high standards. Uh, you got two teams with the pretty much a lock for the number one and two spot. You got the Jaguars at one, Jets at two, most likely. But uh, I mean, between Trevor Lawrence, and you got another young quarterback coming into the draft. He hasn't declared yet. He hasn't made anything official, but it, it all signs should point to him declaring for the draft. You know, he's got the potential, and uh, Justin Fields. So, uh, so I just want to ask you guys, uh, you know, between the Jaguars and the and the Jets, I mean, which quarterback would fit? In which team? Like, which which team would enhance that quarterback's abilities? Like, do you think Trevor Lawrence would be a better fit for the Jags or a better fit for the Jets or Justin Fields, vice versa? I mean, I'm going to swing that off to uh, Chris. Go ahead, Chris. Uh, so, after honestly seeing how um, Clemson and how Trevor Lawrence played in the last game, I think he's going to be better fit going number one than number two only because – I know the Jaguars, they don't have big name receivers, but they have somebody that uh, Trevor Lawrence can get the ball to in DJ Chark. He's he's pretty good. I mean, he's not like top tier, but he's not bad either. And just looking at how um, Ohio State just, I'm not, they, I mean, and yeah, they basically dominated Clemson, but you could just tell that Lawrence needs another playmaker to kind of do what makes him so special. And then when I look at, uh, Justin Fields, uh, Justin Fields. This guy reminds me. He reminds me a little bit of like a RG three type of player. And I like how he's. I like the dual threading him. And I think it's gonna be like a struggle at first in New York, but I think that'd be the best place to see him go because automatically he's gonna get the starting job. I think because I think that Sam Darnold experiment is over. They're gonna get a new coach in, so it's just so. And I because I heard something on that. uh, Surprisingly, Max Kellerman said on first take one day, he said there's two things each organization needs to win, a great court, a good coach and a good quarterback. And I think him going to the Jets who were about to get a new coach, that kind of just – that will kind of just like try to plant the seed in the next generation for New York. So I would like to see him go to the Jets because, again, he'll get the chance to shine. I know it's a big media market and everything, but he'll get the chance to start right away, I believe, because Sam Donald's done. He'll go somewhere else. And he'll get the chance to display what he knows. Plus, he's also going to be working on a first-year coach. Or not – I can't say first-year coach because I know what they're going to take. But a new coach. So, it's going to be a learning experience for both of them. So, I think it should go Lawrence than Fields. Yo, and you know what? That's definitely true. I actually wanted to touch on – so, you know, I looking at the Jets situation, I don't really think it's ideal because you got to look at Sam Darnold's situation with the Jets. He had three head coaches in the span of three years. You know, there really isn't any kind of any kind of stability – inside that franchise. So I don't think it's good for any young quarterback prospect unless they have to get some stability within themselves. But 
Uh, it seems like you more leaning toward Trevor Lawrence going with the Jags, and, and, and hearing everything you said, it makes sense. The sound arguments. I mean, I mean, I mean. So, what do you guys uh, take on that? You think uh, Justin Fields uh, would be better suited for the Jaguars, or, or more with the Jets? Go ahead, Kyrie. I mean, Elijah. Go ahead. Elijah. Yo, can you guys hear me? Yeah, I hear you, Kyrie. Go ahead, Kyrie. Yeah, so I was saying I agree with everything that Chris was saying because, uh, like he was mentioning, uh, the Jaguars' offense, they have DJ Chark, and they also have another good young receiver on Keelan Cole. So that gives um, that gives Trevor Lawrence some some targets. for So he's not out there by himself as if he were to go to the Jets. And I feel like that's okay with Justin Fields because he's a bit of a better improviser out there on the field. He's able to use his feet more. And he's going to be able to need to. He's going to be able to. Uh, he's going to need to be able to do that because going into a young rebuilding team like that with a bad offensive line, he's going to be having to improvise it because teams are just going to be blowing up their plays. No, and and everything you no, that's actually right. You know, that's another way of looking at it too. When it comes to, uh, everything, quarterback is really one of the hardest positions. Uh, is the most uh, is one of the most difficult positions, and it's all about team fit and the team style which really determines how far a young quarterback can go inside the league. So uh, so I think every one of you guys pretty much agree Trevor Lawrence going to the Jags. It seems like the best fit for him. Uh, how you feel, guys, about Justin Fields, you know, if he declares for the draft going to the Jets? I mean, like, so what you think about that one, Chris? Uh, I don't know. Well, you said Justin Fields to the Jets? Yeah, Justin Fields. Because obviously if Trevor Lawrence goes number one, he's the unanimous number I, one. I agree with Justin Fields going to the Jets. I said that. No, I'm saying I'm just saying like why would you you think that would be a great fit for him considering like as I just said about the Jets uh is inability for having to like stabilize type of situation because look at Sam Darnold's situation he had three head coaches in the span of three years like you think I mean again the reason I think he'll be better fit for the Jets because again they're gonna get a new coach so this that's gonna try to be able to plant the seed uh, the new generation for the Jets for Jets and again. You need a good coach and a good quarterback to be successful in the NFL. It, I, I, there's not many things I agree with Max Kellerman saying, but that I agree is true. You do need a good coach and a good quarterback. So, and, and to I, add on to that, the Jets, like kind of, do, the Jets are going to have to do a great job in the rest of that draft too, drafting weapons and drafting an offensive line to protect him. Because yeah. you, you see what happened with Sam Darnold. The Sam Darnold doesn't have half the talent Justin Field has, but sheesh, like he could have do nothing out there. Right. Right. So definitely starts off with the French. I mean, that's what happened to Andrew Luck. That's why he had to retire so early. The close inability to surround him with guys to really protect him is why, you know, he had a premature career ending. And, you know, it's a shame. So we kind of hope that doesn't happen to either Sam Durns or Justin Fields. But we're moving on to the next topic. We're going to talk about practically. So the best free agents at each position in this 2021 NFL free agency. Uh, you know, I want to go off with you guys. So what do you guys think about who's the best quarterback in this free agency right now? I'm going to swing it up to Mark. You want to you answer that one, Mark? Uh, I got Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott's your best. So why is, so why is Dak Prescott the best uh, free agency to you? It, it, the best quarterback inside of free agency, in your opinion? He was having a great season before he got injured. And no, like, no other – I don't see any other quarterback doing what he's doing. And plus, he has the upper hand on the Cowboys now. Mm. I mean, because you got because so, you know, a bunch of quarterbacks in this free agency, you got Dak Prescott, Phillip Rivers, you know, Jameis Winston, Cam Newton, Ryan, Fitzpatrick, Jacob, you know, Andy Dalton, Taylor. Taylor. I mean, so it's just Dak Prescott, you and number one. I mean, Chris, you got anything to say to that? 
you just nibbled upon a quarterback. So I don't know. I mean, the only quote unquote argument to that would just be Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston, I mean, the better quarterback than Dad Prescott. That's the only quote unquote argument I said. Never said that. That was I never said I agree with it. That's the only quote unquote argument. So what do you I mean, think, Elijah? So I I agree with Mar. Um, Dak Dak Prescott is is definitely the best quarterback for the free agency. Um, the honestly only other honorable mention is uh, um, what is his name? James Winston. Yeah, James Winston. I'm sorry, I forgot about him. I hated him. Um, I was gonna say it's a quote unquote argument, but the, it's easy. The, who's number one? And then quarterback the only the other possible like entertaining free agent free agent tracker is Cam Newton, but honestly, I feel like he's done. Cam Newton's career is done, man. I mean, so what? What do you like? Let's stick on Cam Newton a little bit. So, what do you guys see? What like career wise? Like, what do you think his next path is? You think? So, like, I heard that they like him and the Patriots mutually agreed to part ways. So, I see him just going on another one year deal somewhere where they need a game manager, and he's just going to play average football, to be honest with you. He's going to have some spurts where he looks like old Cam, um, MVP Cam, but is I don't feel I don't see him leading the team unless he has, like, a lot of talent around him or a really, really good coach around him. Right. That that I mean, that, that sounds fair, definitely agreeable, too. I mean, Cam Newton, man, uh, just yesterday he was having the debate whether uh, he deserves a starting spot or not, and now it's uh, – it's all down to this. All right, so moving on from quarterback, we're going strictly offense in this episode. And the next episode, we'll be doing defense. So right after the uh, the quarterbacks and the free agency, we're going to move on to the wire to the wide receivers. I mean, who's the best wide receiver in this twenty twenty one NFL free agency class? I mean, go ahead, Elijah. So, so what do you think? I got my boy Chris Godwin. Whoa. Okay. Okay. Why? 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 Why him? Why is he the best in your opinion? Well, honestly. My favorite wide receiver in the league is Mike Evans. And these past two years he played, he honestly showed him up. And he kind of proved he is the number one option. I believe he has the ability to get that that contract and move on. But I hope he stays, though, for this, for this next year with Brady. I, I believe he will, though. So, so Chris, who, who, who in your pick, who's the best uh, wide receiver inside this free agent class? I'm going with Allen Robinson. Mm, I, I, was, I, I thought you was lean. I thought you leaned towards him. I thought you were leaving. Listen, some like I, I feel like Allen Robinson slept on in the NFL. I'm not. He, he's not a top tier, but he's not far off from top tier either. He a number one, huh? He's a number one to me. He no, just, but no, like a, no. He, he usually number one. I'm, but, but I'm saying like when we think of top tier wide receivers, he doesn't come to mind. But he also doesn't come to mind. When we think of second tier though. He's like borderline top tier to me, at least in my eyes. And I think he's just been slept on because. He's only on one winning team, and he's never really been in a good situation with a quarterback that can give him the ball. Right. Mm, he's definitely. He's never, had a chance, he's never had a chance to really showcase what he can do. But we all, but we all seen what he can do though. This move, he might go crazy. No, I mean, uh, in his situation, it kind of reminded me of like the uh, DeAndre Hopkins situation. He had, you know, a quarterback that was really he had years of bad quarterbacks until he finally had, you know, Deshaun Watson. He was finally. Able- and just speaking of Allen Robinson, I was thinking of this team. I was going back and forth between them because I don't know if they necessarily need somebody like him, but if they did, it would be dangerous. I was thinking of Allen Robinson went to the Green Bay Packers. Mm. That could that, that could be, be kind of nasty. That yeah, would be dangerous. That that either him or Will Fuller. Him or Will Fuller. Will Fuller was one of their targets earlier in the season, I believe. That is true. 
Yeah, the trade broke through. Well, man, that definitely be crazy. I mean, so you got um the AJ Green. He's in the free agency. I mean, is he does he is he like in your top three? When you, when you kind of if you had to rank it like the top three wide receiver free agents in this class, who was your top three? I mean, Chris, you got Allen Robinson at number one. So who who would you put at number two and number three? I put Godwin in the green. Green fell off to me. I think this year showed it. But at the same time, it was, he was he should have left. He should have left Cincinnati a while ago. Mm, great. I mean, Kyrie. So who who who's your best? Who your best wide receiver in this twenty twenty one free agency class? So I'm gonna have to go Ooh. ahead and agree with um with the Allen Robinson pick just because he's so reliable. He brought in a hundred like over a hundred catches this year with twelve hundred yards, and he it was constant switch at the uh, at the quarterback position. He had, he started off with Mitch Trubisky. Then they switched to Nick Foles, and he went back to Drabisky, and he adapted either way, and he was ready to play. So I think he's going to be uh, – I think he's going to be a big target. I hope the Eagles, honestly, look find a way to pick him up. All right. I mean, and, and Mar, so who, who, so who's who's your best wide receiver? Who Who's the wide receiver inside the uh, free agency? Oh, uh, easily Allen Robinson. Allen uh, Robinson. So besides Elijah, he didn't get a one. Um, all right, so a pretty sound or a pretty sound argument for Allen Robinson being the you know unanimous number well not unanimous but the close to unanimous number one wide receiver in the free agency class. All right, we're gonna move on to the top running backs in this 2021 NFL draft class. We're gonna go. I mean, what this is a pretty uh you got a lot of running backs in here. So I want to go with uh, I want to go with uh, Kyrie. Who's your number one running back in this draft class? So, for me for this. Uh, number one. Uh, number one is uh, is definitely Aaron Jones. But I really um am keeping a close eye on Ty Gurley. I know he did he had a, a really bad season, uh his first season with the with the Falcons. He had like his lowest touchdowns or his lowest yards or something like that since his rookie year. So I'm really interested to in seeing where he goes and if he can bounce back and be in the B one and top backs in the league. But I definitely think Aaron Jones is going to be the number one running back. Mm, and Chris, I mean, dude, so do do you co-sign that? You agree with that? You got another running back in mind. Who else would there be besides Aaron Jones? I mean, hey, you got, you got I'm a lot. Asking, listen, I'm asking you at this point. I mean, it's a bunch, it's a bunch of it's a bunch of running backs in there. I'm not saying they're all top tier like Aaron, Aaron Jones, but you got Todd Gurley, Le'Veon Bell, Chris Carson, Leonard Fournette, James White, Tevin Coleman. Yeah, I mean, wait, what happened last? That was me. I said I just mentioned Kenyon Drake. I like I like Kenyon Drake too. Right. I mean, right. Kenyon Drake be second, but I was still taking Aaron Jones any day of the week over him. Okay, sounds good. You got uh, Fournette too, as well. Right. Uh, so wait, so I mean, so coming to you, Elijah. So who who who's the top running back to you in this free agency class? Well, it's it's easily Aaron Jones, but I'll give you a couple other names that that'll be a potential good signing, like Le'Veon Bell. Depending on if he stays with the Chiefs and kind of adapts to the system, we'll we'll kind of see what a full training camp with the Chiefs would look like with Le'Veon Bell. Um, James Conner is another good one. Uh, Marlon Mack is another a solid one. He's not really a crazy starting potential, but he's a good solid back. And right. and Chris Carson as well. I hope he resigns with the uh, the Seahawks because I like I like the way he fits in their system. But they're kind of falling off in the run game. We'll see how it looks this Saturday. No, I mean, yeah, I definitely hope he does resign with the Seahawks. That's that. I think that's his best fit. You know, to maximize what he could do. Um, all right, so we'll move on to the tight ends. So this is a it's a real short list of like when it comes to quality. 
But um, I mean, I want to start off with uh Kyrie. I mean, who who's your number one tight end inside this reality class? So I really like Hunter Henry. Um, he had a really efficient year. He had 60 catches for over 600 yards, and um, he's just super reliable. He was one of uh Justin Herbert's main targets. And I hope he stays there and grows with uh with Justin Herbert. Also, I really like that combo right there. Um, when you get when you add in Keenan Allen and Austin Eckler, also I think that's a really good offense. I just want to see um who they bring in as coach since they fire Anthony Lynn. Another guy that I really like also was John New Smith. Um, he's still on the up and coming kinda, but I I like him as a piece for the Tennessee Titans. Also, he's he's really versatile. He can even rush the ball too. So I I, I kind of like John New Smith. I, I think he's gonna get paid this offseason also. Sounds good. I mean, so Jamar. I mean, so so who's your who's your number one tight end inside this free agency class? Who who you who you rolling with? I'm gonna just uh agree because I don't see it being anybody else to be honest. Mm. I mean, so Chris, you you agreeing too? It's a unanimous decision. Uh, I do like uh, Hunter Henry. I'm I'm a fan of his, even though he plays for the Chargers. I don't I don't want him to stay, but I don't really know any of the teams that he would fit well on. I think he's just in the right spot for him. Um, somebody else who Kyrie didn't mention, I like at a Green Bay, Robert Tonian. I make I've actually seen him. He's not. The best, but he's a work in progress. But I like his game though. He can catch the ball pretty well. He's not he's decent at route running. He just needs to work on blocking. His his run blocking is a little iffy. But besides that, I wouldn't he's he's up there though. But I think he might just resign with Green Bay. Right, right. Um and Elijah, so you know, I mean, so are you rocking with Hunter Harry too? Is, is this a unanimous is this how you going? Or you got someone uh, else you want to shot? I'll definitely agree with it based off body of work, but I'm definitely a big fan of Jonu Smith this year. So I'll, he'll be my strong 1-1-B. One, one mm, so 1-A, one 1-B. One I mean, I mean, you got a bunch – I mean, you got very few tight ends in this class. You got, you know, Gerald – Rob Gronkowski, Jared Cook, Vance McDonald. I mean, it's not really a strong tight end class, but, you know, very few of them. So now we go to – the offensive line. So, who is your number one offensive line player in the free agency, Chris? Who who you who you going with? Oh, Joe Tooney in New England, cause mm. he he can like, block, like, but he I needs like. just to be on the different. He him and Shaq and Shaq Mason, the Patriots guard. Those are two of the honestly, those are two of the best offensive line in the league. They're just on a bad team. We just don't know that. I I, I yes, I hundred percent agree with you. Just need to go up to a new team. And then it, it, he'll, he'll do his job. He'll do what he has to do. I mean, Kyrie, who you rocking with with this one? Um, So I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not too keen on this, uh, like, this free agency class when it comes to alignment. I don't really know these guys like that. Um, I'm going to probably just have to go ahead and agree with Joe. Tino. I see he was number one on a lot of other people's uh, free agency boards. Sounds good. Sounds sound. I mean, Elijah, what about you? Who, who's your number one offensive line in this free agency? Um, it's, it's a definitely a close call with uh, either Brandon Scherf or Joe Chuni, but I also wanted to point out Trent Williams from the 49ers. Um, he's definitely definitely up and coming uh, offensive lineman, and he's very skilled. Okay, definitely, definitely. So, Mara, last but not least, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I just stopped. Did you say I'm coming for Trent Williams? <laughs> well, been relief for like a decade for like almost 15 years. It's been that long, bro. He used to play for the football team. He played, he played football team for a while. 
Bro, it, it might be. He been he been there for a minute. You know what? Yo, I'm thinking that Chris, yeah, he yeah, he definitely didn't he miss a couple years with like a head injury or something? He uh, had cancer, but he's he's still better leave for a minute. Oh yeah. he definitely oh. head in the game. Oh yeah. take a quick look. What what is he like his mid thirties, late thirties? Nah. He's thirty two. Yeah, uh, yeah, early thirties. You know, he he he's still young. You know, thirties isn't old, but uh Spotty might be getting there. All right, we're gonna move on from that transition from oh wait, Mari. Uh who is your number one offensive line? Who did you who did you have? I'm uh I'm gonna be biased and go with Cameron Fleming. Ooh, I ain't see that one coming. Wait, why? How come? I just said I'm being biased. Well, I mean, you being biased, but you got like, like, what about him that made you be so biased? Like, what about it was like, yeah, this is definitely guy. Please for my team. <laughs> All right, so moving on from from that, we got the NFL wild card. We're gonna make our predictions, our picks. Man, it's gonna be on Saturday. The Indiana Colts play the Buffalo Bills. Who do you guys have? Who are you rocking with? Chris, who who are you going with? I'm actually going to go with the upset. I know they're playing in Buffalo, but I'm actually going to Indianapolis. Whoa. Whoa. Listen, because I'm just thinking about the way the Colts defense plays. Mm. And and Aaron Rodgers was cooking the Colts the entire first half when they played the Packers. But that second half, he couldn't do anything. And I'm just thinking, Josh Allen might have, huh? He did that a couple times. Who's that? Aaron Rodgers did that a couple times. Yeah, he he. Well, he 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 didn't do that. He fly. He did it worse than that another time. Oh yeah. All I'm saying, listen. All I'm saying is, if Aaron Rodgers scored 28 points in the first in the first half, and they can't score no touchdown in the second half, the defense got to be doing something right. Right. So, so I mean, I'm. And I'm just saying, they have some players over there. DeForest Buckner, Darius, Darius Leonard. They like him, Malik Hooker not playing, but they got a safety. The safety, the rookie safety, might be might be defensive rookie of the year though. Nah, you're right. I definitely, I, I definitely agree with you. But the Buffalo Bills is on on a roll. They 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 got something to prove. I mean, that's true. But again, defense wins championships at the end of the day. They do. And I, I, I'm not saying the coach are going to win the whole but, thing, but. Look at it this way: you got Phillip Rivers as your quarterback right now, and and, and That's Bills true. defense ain't no slouch. You're right about that, but again, the Colts don't need so, to score a lot of points to win. You got two <laughs> players on that on that on that on that. Oh, that's basically top five in MVP uh, uh, contender right now. So, how many points do you think the Bills putting up, Chris? <laughs> I think they could put up anywhere between twenty and thirty. Oh, I, I think see. that I think they can, but it can, but again, if the Colts defense stops them, it could be less than that. And again, the Colts only need to score between 20, 30 points to win it. Between actually, between I say, what two touchdowns, fourteen. So fit, I say between 15, 24, 25 points to win a game. So that's maybe three touchdowns. And Phil Rose might not get you the three touchdowns, but they can get you three touchdowns. Uh, Besides, that's just gonna come to time management. Listen. So, Chris, how high are you on on Phillips on Phillip Rivers overall? Like his his performance, how you think? Like how high it's, are you? I'm not looking at through Phillips' performance. He needs to do just okay. He needs to play an okay game. Okay. Okay. No, that's, that's all he needs to do. Is just all all Phillip really needs to do is just manage the ball and just not turn it over. 
right. Sounds fair. Come on I mean, now. I, I, listen. Listen. It was I crazy because be I, I, I like Philip too. He my man because he, he talk hella trash. But <laughs> he does talk a lot of trash. Come on now. It's over. It, it, it's, it's time to hang it up soon, bro. It, it, could, it could be. Ticking. It, it might be time to hang it up after this year. That, that they could lose this weekend. I'm just thinking. He has talked about it though, so you know it's not that far from reality. He, he he's thinking about it. But uh Elijah, since you had some little pushback, I mean, who you got between the Colts and the Buffalo Bills? Who who you rocking with? I got the Bills. Mm, got the Bills. So I mean, I so like, well, go ahead. I feel as though the way the way they ended up going out last year, they have definitely something to prove. And you can see it throughout the whole entire season. Josh Allen and the addition of Stefan Diggs, they completely changed. Not changed, but they they improved. They mat- Josh Allen's matured, and he's basically becoming an elite quarterback, I believe. Mm, okay. So how high – so, I mean, so what do you think the, the Buffalo Bills could rely on that will overtake them being the Colts? Like, what do you think they have that you believe will overtake the Colts when they play on Saturday? Well, the, is it I, I, I don't want to say, for lack of a better word, easy opportunities, but the easy opportunities they can get provided on defense with Phillip Rivers on, on, the, on the other side of the line, in my opinion. And for their offense, I feel as though they have enough firepower to at least throw up a couple, if not three to four touchdowns on, on that close defense, in my opinion. Okay. All right. I mean, Kyrie, who are you going with? Colts or Buffalo Bills? Who, who you I'm going with the Bills, too. The only concern that I have is that um, both Stephon Diggs and Cole Beasley had, like, reported injuries today, and they sat out – or they were, like, limited participants at practices. And they, but um, barring, like, barring that, if they come back and they're, like, who we've seen, like, these past couple weeks or these – I mean, these, this past season, actually, um, I don't – I see them handling the Indianapolis Colts pretty easily. I, f- I feel like Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs are going to step up to the plate. No, if they do play, I, I have faith in them. I see where you're coming from. I mean, Mar, who are you rocking with, man? Talk to me. I got the Bills, bro, for the same reason Kyrie said. Oof. So just one person got the Colts. I mean, Chris, you feel confident enough to bet money on that game? He sure he don't. Do <laughs> he, sure, he sure don't. All right, all right. So we're moving on. We're moving on to the next game. We got the Tampa Buccaneers playing the Washington football team. Who are you guys wrong with? I'm going to start off with Mara on this one. Mara, who you got, Tampa Buccaneers or the Washington football team? Who are you rocking with? You <laughs> I got Tampa easily. Uh, oh, you got Tampa. Okay, all right. So is, is, there, is there any reason why? Like one thing, you, like why? They got Tom Brady. <laughs> all right, Tom Brady saw that. Don't just put it on him, bro. Come on now. He asked me why, and I said they had Tom Brady. Uh, is there anything they, else? They had you got to say, you, you you say and company, man. Come on now. You got, he got that. You got them boys over there. Come on. But, do got- but I'm saying there are – like they were – listen, man. He asked me why, I think. And I'm saying it's not everybody can get the job done. I'm just saying it's Tom Brady. That, right. Like that's why. That's, a fact. that's the main that's a fact. reason. Because uh, I I definitely know a lot of people that don't get the job. Then I have a lot of experience. With wow. That, so. Okay. Listen. Like I said, man. He gets. Listen. It's Tom yes. Brady. That's the main reason because he's gonna get. He's gonna get his receivers open. He's gonna get them the ball. So that's why I'm saying Tom Brady because he's the main reason. I mean, Kyrie. So what you think about that, man? You going? Is your soul belief Tom Brady? That's your belief in him beating the it's Tom Brady. It's just the simple fact that the Bucks are too deep, like on all at, on both sides of the field. Um, 
I, I think the Bucs take care of them easily. Tom Brady might get knocked around a little bit by Chase Young and De'Ron Payne, but that's about it. All right. Two, two. All right. Elijah, who are you going with, man? you going with? I don't got a choice to take my boys. All right. You in this. You in this. Now, the only, the only thing I'm worried about is that defensive line because uh, that, that offensive line get real shaky when, <laughs> when it get dark. I'm telling you. <laughs> and, and, and the Redskins D-line Let's see Redskins D-line look No, their yeah, defense like, is definitely top tier it's just a, They upgrade their offense And, and they're a scary sight I mean, Chris You, you ain't a decision, huh? You going with the Tampa Buccaneers, Tom Brady I'm going with Tampa, but I mean If, Washington's, if the Washington football team can force turnovers It's anybody's game No, that is true, Chris definitely. Their defense is never could be underestimated So that's you know, like one thing we need to work on is that run game, though. The run game needs to be like it's like automatic. Don't be we got, bro. <laughs> bro, we ain't got a choice. We can't, bro. Bro, we gotta like find a way. We got Jones bro. and Fournette, bro. Come on. Oh, wait, I can't believe I even asked you that, Elijah. You're a Tampa Buccaneers fan. Ugh, of course. That's like right. So yeah, like Chris said earlier, defense does win games and even causes the unexpected. So definitely. So gotta look out for the defense. All right, we move on to Los Angeles Rams at the at the Seattle Seahawks. I mean, man, who who are you guys rocking with? You know, I know you, none of you guys are really keen on Jared Goff, so talk to me. I mean, Chris, I'm gonna swing it to you, Chris. Who you think? I'm not sold on the Seahawks either. Oh, because hmm. the way they played the last the, down the stretch of that regular season was not good. Had you had you had second thoughts, second guesses, and belief in them overall as a team. Uh, a little bit. I don't, and I don't know where, I don't know where the issue is. Cause I, cause I guess I don't see the Seahawks games, but when I look at their stats, it looks like everybody's supposed to be doing what they're doing, but it just doesn't translate into dominant victories. Like I said, like I, like I think it should be, which is weird. No, no stats. Like I've, I've seen Russell Wilson, like, like I said before on a, on a past episode, I said a quarterback, I think a quarterback needs to throw at least 200 yards in a game. I've seen Russell Wilson do that, and they still lose. I've seen the running backs not getting. I've seen running backs not getting involved. I've seen DK Metcalf have down games, but they still win. So this, I'm not really sure what the issue is. I don't know if it's on offense or defense or if it's on both sides. I don't know what the issue is, but I'm I'm kind of nervous though because Metcalf might not touch the ball because Jalen Ramsey is going to be covering him. Yeah, ooh, I've waited for you to mention Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. He do that already this season. He, yeah, did. he did. He could do it bad. again. It was bad. It was. It was. Listen, the last time was. Russell Wilson played the Rams, the Seahawks lost, and the Seahawks were projected to win. So wow. even even if it's in Seattle, I'm still nervous for Seattle. I don't. I'm not entirely no, sure who matter I would go with this case. Seattle. There's no crowd. Yeah, if they had. Well, I, mean, I mean, there, I mean, there is a crowd. I mean, it's, it's not like, of course, not a big crowd. You, nah, but, it's not. It's, nah, I'm nah. Twenty fourteen crowd. Right. I mean, right. I get it. I mean, Elijah. So, so Chris is, is a little iffy on that one, but he had his pick. I mean, Elijah, who you rocking with, man? I know none of you Seahawks and uh, Rams. Who you rocking with, man? This is like. This is the, probably the hardest decision for the for Saturday, honestly, because no, it is. It's toss up, but like I'm not keen on Jared Goff, but they. Like, but they, it doesn't matter though, because that that defense, you you gotta care, you got you gotta, yeah, because so it's just like, because it because it does. Well, the other thing is he is also playing on an injury too, so 
I feel like turnovers are available, but the Seahawks constantly make mistakes on the on the on the defense. Too many. They give up too many big plays. So and the Rams running game is very underrated. It's not it's not as crazy as it used to be when Prime Todd Gurley was on over there, but they do have a nice strong committee. Well, and then but on the on the Seahawks, like so so Russell Wilson, he's always a threat to really throw throw a touchdown to either the Metcalf or Tyler Lockett on almost every play. So it's like I mean it's yeah, tough. Yeah, don't, yeah, don't touch on the Metcalf. I don't yeah, see that. It's, it's gonna you be know? a long night. It's gonna be a long <laughs> night. But listen, and the, and the run game and the run game shaky right now too over at Seattle too. I'm not gonna lie to you. But Jared Golf, no, Jared Golf is a uh, he's playing hurt. He injured his thumb, but uh, he's he's playing. But he's gonna play, so that's definitely gonna affect his, you know him throwing. But, but remember, but same thing I said for uh, Indianapolis. I can use the same for the Rams. The defense, as long as the defense does what they're supposed to do against them, all they have to do is just, all Jared Goff has to do is just manage the ball or the backup just manage the ball. That's all he has to do. Right. We've seen them ride their defense multiple times this season. Right, right. Oh, so Kyrie, since you spoke, you know what I mean? So you're going with team that that's who you're rocking with. You're, you're not. I, I can't say I'm, I can't commit 100% to the Rams. I'm going to agree. This is probably the hardest one to pick from. Um, I'm a huge fan of Russell Wilson, and, and a, a big part of me just believes that he's he's able to will his guys, like, through all types of adversity. So I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if he won or if they went on and win. But like everybody was mentioning, the Rams defense, if they're on their P's and Q's, it's going to be a long night for them. We see, like, I, like we said before, we've seen Jalen Ramsey shut down uh, DK Metcalf and Aaron Donald. We have to throw two or three guys at him every single snap. And he he still gets to the QB somehow. I, I don't know how he does it. But yeah, yeah. He, that, that's his like special trait, man. He's like a yeah. hound. He just knows what he knows. And then the Rams also have good weapons like uh, Robert Woods and Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup's one of my favorite receivers in the league. And, uh, Sean McVay, he does a good job of even when Jared Goff isn't like playing well or he's not playing up to par, he does a good job of getting all, like all guys involved to the point where he doesn't really have to rely on golf too much. He has other guys around him that can kind of beat off each other. All right. I mean, no, definitely sound arguments on your on your point, Kyrie. I'm gonna swing it up to Mar. I mean, who are you rocking with? Mar, Rams, Seahawks. Who are you going with? I got the Rams. Mm, got the Rams. Okay, okay. I lost all faith in Seattle when we beat them. <laughs> so the Giants beat the Hawks. He was like, yeah, it's over for him. All right. All right, all right. So we move on to Sunday. Those, those were Saturday's games. We moved on to Sunday. The Ravens versus the Titans. I mean, Chris. Ravens versus Titans. I want to I want to go Ravens. I really do because I feel like it's a more Jackson time just to get out of that. Uh, what's what's one looking for? That hole he's in in the playoffs because he plays differently. But at the same time, seeing what he did last year, I don't trust him. So I'm gonna go with Tennessee. Hmm. And then you know the Ravens did take take advantage of a soft schedule too. So winning five five games straight. I mean. So you going with the Titans? Okay, I mean Elijah, who you who you rock with? Ravens or Titans? I'm definitely going with the Titans strictly because they have a trump card. Who? What is trump card? Derrick Henry. Ooh. And man, DM. instant playoff, instant playoff trump card. No matter what situation they in, and <laughs> honestly, gonna get you some yards. Lamar, Lamar. Mm, 
I've seen Lamar win a couple games throwing under 200 yards, but I don't think he can do that in the playoffs. So we'll see. That's unacceptable. Right. I mean, Kyrie, uh, Titans too? Yeah, I, I'm going to have to agree with the Titans too, just because oh. I, don't think, I don't think Lamar is going to – I don't think he's going to do a great job of getting everybody involved. I think he's going to have another one of those games where he's throwing the ball away or he's, he's letting the pocket collapse on him. He can't get really – he can't really get free like he wants to and get into his rhythm like he, he usually does when we see him have his big games. And um, I'm just – like Lodge I'm just sold on Derrick Henry. I, he's, I feel like he's going to go for at least at least 150 yards. I, I think he's going to go crazy. So, man, go no – Baltimore. I mean, Mar, who are you? Are, are you going to be the one that picks Baltimore or are you going with Titans too? I'm picking the Titans because Lamar Jackson, um, he had a drop off to be from being the MVP from last year. He was not the same person from last year at all. And I'm not sold on him to uh, do well in the playoffs. Like like Kyrie said, they, they won games where he's throwing under 200 yards, but I don't see him doing it in the playoffs. So I want to throw this one question. So all you guys aren't really high on Lamar Jackson coming into this game. How are you guys uh, feeling about Ryan? Uh, you know, how you guys feeling about Ryan? Are you guys high on Ryan? Um, I think he's gonna have a pretty good game. He's gonna have a solid game, but it's gonna be it's gonna be a big part because of the weapons around him, like Corey Davis, Yanu Smith, and um and Derrick Henry, AJ Brown, AJ Brown. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, Chris, you're high. You're high on Ryan Tannehill. I mean, what did he do last year in the playoffs? Even up until when they lost, manage the ball, right? That's mm-hmm. all you need to do. That's really all you need to do. And as a quarterback, you don't but, need to go but crazy. But this in the time, playoffs. his weapons is there, though, Chris. This time, his oh, weapons I mean, is there. No, I know his weapons is there. He has weapons. So, I don't know, and he's been showing out lately too. So we go right, but he don't got to do. But I'm just saying, you don't have to do too much. That's what I'm saying. He, if he, he wants to, he can, but he doesn't have to. That's because we used to him not doing that much, though. So it's like now he's in the system where he can really just like kind of just just relax, get comfortable, and show out. And this year, I feel like he 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 has the potential to do that. I'm not saying he's top ten. He's 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 a, a very very good starting quarterback. So where would you I put like Ryan he, Ryan Tannehill? On the, is he at like a top? Where would you put him? Like top twenty? Top twenty? Top twenty. Top twenty. Okay. Okay. All right. So now we go to the next game since it was a unanimous decision. Titans. Uh, we go to Chicago Bears versus the New Orleans Saints. Man. So, I, I definitely want to get y'all picks on this one. I, you know what? I want to start off with uh, Elijah on this one. Elijah, go ahead. Start this off, man. Who are you picking? Chicago Bears, the Saints. Who are you rocking with? <laughs> <laughs> I think it was high on Mitch and Trubisky. He was like, oh, Mitch, yeah. No, nah, not Mitch. I ain't high on Mitch. I'm high on that defense. <laughs> That's all I'm worried about. And Michael Thomas ain't playing. So, Oh man! Uh, but that's the only, the only thing I'm worried about is Alvin Kamara. Because <laughs> he that boy put up six TDs in the game. Wait, and I mean, Kyrie still. I think Breeze that game still threw three hundred. I mean, so Kyrie. Just like, I, I, so I want to pick the Bears. Michael Thomas Thomas. supposed to be out. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know Michael Thomas was supposed to be. He's out. not playing. Man. Mm. I mean, so 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 that changes your whole pick right there, Kyrie. Who is you? Who I mean, who? I mean, who? that don't necessarily change my whole pick because I'm not sold on the Bears whatsoever. I know Mitchell Trubisky. He came he came back and started. He had a pretty good a uh, pretty good run, 
towards the end of the season, but I, I still don't see them outlasting the New Orleans Saints, especially since it's going to come down to a battle of the defenses. And then Alvin Kamara, he's the X factor. He's going to be who they rely on the most. And Drew Brees is going to game manage as much – like as best as he can, I feel like. And he's, they're really going to get a load to Kamara. I don't think – besides Khalil Mack, I don't think the Bears are going to have uh, much of an answer for him. All right, that, that's pretty sound. I mean, Mar, who are you going with? The Bears and Saints. Who are you going with? I'm going with New Orleans. Ah, why? Why? Why are you going with the Saints? Who do the Bears have? I mean, listen, if Nick Foles play, I don't know. I might go with the Bears because that man's <laughs> resume in the playoffs is different. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't even argue that either. So no, I feel no. Like- no, Nick. No, listen. Playoff Nick is different. That's that's Saint Nick, and when he's playoff time, man, that's Saint uh, Nick. Man. Oh man, you know what? Okay, okay. I mean, Chris, who you who you going with, man? Saints or Bears? Who who you rock with? I don't trust the Bears at all. I'm going with the Saints. Ah, so it's two against two. Boom! Can't wait to see y'all reactions when you know when the game's over, man. It's definitely gonna be good. All I right. didn't want the Bears to win because I don't need nobody in my uh my division in a, in an off with me. <laughs> man, that I mean, that's a, so we go to the next one: uh, Cleveland Browns versus the Steelers. So, I'm gonna be honest with you. Before, of, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Kyrie. I was gonna say before, like it came out that Kevin Stefanski, and I, I think a few other uh, coaches on the offense got COVID. I'm pretty sure two players got it too, and they're gonna be out um this Sunday. I honestly, I honestly had the Cleveland Browns pick the win. But now that Steve, uh, Steve, Kevin Stefanski's out, I think it's going to be a lot harder for the Browns to maintain. You you got Browns. So I mean, now, because of that, I'm I'm leaning more towards the Steelers now. Uh, I got to lead more. I got to lead towards the Steelers. I don't know how bigger Mayfield's going to maintain without having this coach there. I mean, a lot of people man. Browns and go to Steelers, one of the top teams in the league. Mm, by record, yeah. Um, uh, I'll take the Browns too. Mm. Despite them having a lot of non-shorts for Sunday, including coaching in two players, um, I feel like the Browns' defense can show out to, uh, to, uh, on Sunday. They, they they have a chance. Is, is, uh, does, does anybody know? Uh, does uh, is, is Miles Garrett playing Sunday? I'm pretty sure he is. Yeah, he, he he is supposed to play. That is a division game too. It's gonna be gritty. It's gonna be it's definitely gonna be a gritty game. The Browns won the last game, right? Yeah, they did win the yeah. last game, twenty four to twenty two. Yeah. Close was done. But you know, but uh, Mason, Mason, he was starting. For, uh, well, he played in uh, for Ben, so you know, is you know, and it still was a close game. So that kind of kind of makes the Steelers not really look, uh, you know. I mean, so you guys are still picking the. You guys are still picking the. Um, this is a toss up, for real. Also, it's, it's just as hard as the Rams. All right. I mean, Chris, who you who you going with, man? Definitely want to hear your opinion on this one. Uh, I want to take Cleveland off of the strength of their running game because mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of Nick Chubb, yep. but I'm also kind of scared for them since even I even though it's just one coach losing just losing anybody in the playoffs is difficult, and if your head coach. Is not allowed to be there in that playoff game. That's an adjustment. That's going to be a big adjustment that needs to be made. 
I'm not saying I trust what the Steelers do. And I they and again, they did take advantage of a very weak schedule, which is why they're in position they're in. But I mean, they've shown that they can they've shown they can win, they can beat divisional opponents. Uh and even though they fell off, I still am I still do like what they I like the piece they have on defense. So it's also another toss-up for me. But I think it's gonna come down to Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. If they can if they can run the ball, not great but just well enough like i'm saying if they can both average five yards a carry throughout the game i'll say then the browns are going to get it okay no that's definitely saying i didn't look at from that i mean so so mar magic mar who who you who you rocking with man you got the browns and steelers at steelers i'm going with the steelers um i don't think baker mayfield is going to get the job done and i don't think the Browns running backs are going to average those five yards to carry. Okay. I mean, I just don't want to touch on Baker Mayfield, uh, just him overall as a quarterback. I mean, like, so what do you guys think his position is standing is quarterback wise inside the league or, or like what you guys want to talk about that? I mean, what's, I mean, Chris, what's your thoughts on just Baker Mayfield overall as a quarterback? He, he improved, the, he improved a lot this year, but I mean, if I was thinking about starting the franchise, if I was trying to find a franchise quarterback, he wouldn't be in my top 10. He improved mm-hmm. though. I'll give him that much. Yeah. Okay, you won't even be in top ten. I mean, Elijah, do you, you feel the same type of type of way? You feel that that's the case? I agree. Um, I do feel like he does have a chance to kind of prove himself. This, this depending on how far his playoff run or how he goes out in a way. All right. I mean, Kyrie, the same the same sentiment too. On Baker, yeah, I, I kind of agree. I really like his growth and his maturity uh, since he's come into the league. I feel like he uh, he got a really bad rep just because he was with the Browns and he was expected to do a lot with the team that hasn't made the playoffs since what like oh two. So yeah. I feel like that's why he got like a lot of the hate and he gets a lot of the skepticism. But I I, I always thought he was a pretty good player, and I'm happy to see him uh, stepping up some more. All right, so Mar, since you just said you are not too high on Baker Mayfield, I mean, all right, that's pretty fair. All right, so those are pretty much the wild card games for this weekend. Definitely tune into those games because we'll definitely be tuning in and definitely talking about those games at next NFL uh, segment. But uh, that concludes. Dang, you didn't even ask me, bro. I, I did. I did ask you. I asked you, um, who's you picking between the Browns and Steelers? Oh, you didn't ask me what I think about Baker because I feel absolutely different from everybody. Oh, how do you feel about Baker? I feel like I feel like Baker this year without having his best receiver, he showed out, and I feel like he belong. He showed out. He belongs in the NFL, and I feel like he would be in my top ten if I was to start a franchise. That's like that's just how I feel about him. Oh yeah, right. Odell hasn't been playing, and uh, Baker Mayfield has been improving. So, so you kind of it's kind of imagine you know. When those two finally touch the field again. Wait, so Mark, do you, do you strictly blame that on him? Blame what? Like his success with or without uh, Odell. Like his his success with him and his, his success without him. It's clearly been better without him. Now, do you think that's all strictly on him? I feel like I feel like I'm judging Baker off of what he's done. So, like, if he plays better without Odell, I'm going to say he plays better without Odell. But I'm still saying. On the roster, like Odell's still a top five receiver in my opinion. So his best receiver is not there. But I'm saying if he's clicking with everybody else this season, I felt like they would have figured it out. I feel you. 
Okay. Yeah, so, so pretty fair. Definitely pretty fair. So um, definitely, uh, we're gonna touch on the defensive position, uh, and definitely tune into the game. So we'll definitely be tuning in and talking about that in the next NFL segment. So this concludes episode twenty-three of the Restricted Zone podcast. Thanks a lot for everyone tuning in, listening to us, uh, following us on all streams like Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and etc. You can also follow us on Anchor, SoundCloud. Uh, we will be, we will have a pop in the near future. So definitely be in tune for that. Uh, you can also follow us on Instagram at at the Restricted Zone Pod, and you can also follow us individually. You know, our Instagram, ask us questions or uh, DM us about topics you think we should cover and we should definitely talk about debate and we will definitely try to do that. Uh, So thanks a lot for tuning in. Uh, Be safe, everyone, and happy New Year's.